This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Tuesday the 14th of September. Well, Justin, it's third time lucky mm-hmm. for the Sydney Aviation Alliance. Mm-hmm. They've been trying to buy Sydney Airport since July. Round one attempt, rejected. Mm-hmm. Round two attempt, rejected as well. Round three, okay, we'll let you have a look at our books this time. Third time is always a charm, Brett. Yep. New CanStar research shows that Australians would be more willing to purchase a property that they haven't seen Ooh. than a pet they haven't seen. Oh my. Kind of makes sense though. No matter what you say, it's a lot harder to see a dog's person personality of a Zoom than a house personality. <laughs> Three highly visible stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first. Combank is being sued by a Colombian Australian crypto group over a scam warning that the bank sent to its customers. Ooh, it's the never-ending banks versus crypto battle, Brett. What is the story here? Now, we all know who Combank mm-hmm. is, and now they're being sued by a Colombian Australian remittance service named Colcambios Australia. And what do this group do? Well, Colcambios Australia supports the transfer of monetary gifts from overseas using cryptocurrency. Here's how it works. Colombian students in Australia need some support from their families back home. So this group converts it from Colombian currency, pesos, to a cryptocurrency. And then convert that crypto into Aussie dollars and deposit it into the bank account. At a very competitive exchange rate. (laughs) But Brett, Combank flagged these deposits as potentially proceeds of fraud. And wrote letters to customers of the group urging them to contact police in Colombia. So Colcambios has sued CBA for defamation now. So what is the key learning? Here. Tensions are rising between big banks and the cryptocurrency industry. It's getting more heated than a Geordie Shore episode, <laughs> Flux fam. You see, big banks are regulated and reviewed under 101 different <laughs> regulatory frameworks. We'd be talking ASIC. We'd be talking APRA. We're talking Royal Commissions here too. And these bodies are not afraid to whack the banks with big, big fines. Westpac got whacked with a $1.3 billion fine for breaching anti-money laundering laws. And CBA got whacked with a $700 million fine for the same thing. So, Josie it's fair to say that the banks are extremely sensitive to any company that sits moderately outside of the regulations. It's kind of like an allergic reaction for them. <laughs> but we know that cryptos and companies using these new payment rails don't quite sit within Australia's regulatory framework. Which is kind of part of their appeal. For our second story, a court in the US has ruled that Apple can't force developers to use in-app payments after they lost a case to Fortnite maker Epic Games. This is a battle royale. If I've ever seen one, Justin, what's happening? (laughs) All right. On the one side, we've got Apple, who needs no introduction. And on the other, we've got Epic Games. Who are they? These guys and gals made Fortnite, which is the free-to-play battle game with over 350 million users. So basically, in case you missed it, Fortnite previously added a tool that would let users bypass Apple's in-app purchase framework and then purchase the app through Fortnite itself. Fair to say, this is a massive (laughs) no-no for Apple. So with an iron fist, Apple banned Fortnite from the App Store. But Epic Games wasn't so thrilled about Mm -mm. this one, so they took Apple to court. And what did they say? They basically said Apple was abusing its market power by forcing companies to use Apple's payment system. And Brett, they won. Wow, Apple will now need to accommodate developers by allowing them to include buttons or links to other places where they can pay. So what's the key learning here? This is a case of won the battle, but lost the war, Justin. Bad news for Apple is they might be forced to change their payment system. But the good news is the court also found that in the digital mobile gaming world, Apple does not have a monopoly. This is huge because Apple has a considerable part of the market. We're talking 55% of the market, but the court said that's not illegal. Yep, get this one. Apple's App Store sales hit 64 billion US dollars last year, which is over 20% of their total revenue, mind you. And if the court did find that Apple did have a monopoly, it would be a real concern for Apple because that often means they can be dismantled or broken up. But it's still a win for companies that make apps. They can now save money by not charging through Apple's framework and potentially pass on those benefits to consumers as well. 
For our third and final story, Disney will make sure the rest of 2021's film releases get exclusive runs in cinemas mm-hmm. before they appear on streaming services. Love myself a good choc top and popcorn <laughs> at the cinemas, Brett. So what is the story here? All right, so Disney owned companies like Marvel, mm-hmm. Pixar, Touchstone Pictures. But by far, Marvel is their biggest cash cow. Yep. Now, last year, during lockdowns across the world, Disney offered new release movies via their streaming platform, Disney+. Plus. Good for consumers, bad for cinemas, who kind of became redundant. But now, Disney Plus has promised to give the rest of their film releases this year a proper go at the box office. And it's a big, big win for cinemas who have really been left out to dry. So it makes me wonder, Justin, what is the key learning here? Box office sales have been in the dumps this year. And Brett, we can kind of thank streaming services for this one. Streaming services like Disney Plus have been launching flicks on their platforms on the same day that they launch in cinemas. And it's not just bad news for cinemas, Brett, who lose out on ticket sales. It's also bad news for actors who lose their cut of box office revenue. Exhibit A, we saw actress Scarlett Johansson actually sue Disney for releasing Black Widow on Disney Plus on the same day as it launched in cinemas. But when movies get exclusive runs in the cinemas, it can really help them. And Brett, Disney's got some serious flicks ahead this year. So hopefully, a theatre-only play will boost sales, and we know they desperately need it. Yep. Flux fam, I hope you've been listening very, very carefully to the podcast, because it's day two of this week's Flux Daily Quiz. Fancy yourself as a bit of a quiz Quizmaster and want to win a $100 voucher for JB Hi-Fi, then you've got to check out the daily quiz. Check it out at quiz.flux.finance or the link is in the show notes. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.